bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Breaking news here from Milwaukee's Election Commission. The deputy director is accused of requesting military ballots and sending them to a state representative. 12 News' is Matt Smith joining us live at City Hall. Matt, this news just coming in and we are just days away from an election. Deanna, breaking developments as we come on the air. Five days from Election Day, Milwaukee's mayor just moments ago announcing the commission's deputy director, Kimberly Zapata, fired after admitting to illegally requesting military ballots in other people's names and then sending them to State Representative Janelle Branchin, perhaps in an attempt to show vulnerabilities, as they would say, exist in the system. The mayor holding a news conference just moments ago alongside the executive director of the Election Commission announcing that firing which happened yesterday. The mayor says she admitted to requesting these military ballots which would be illegal. The case now before the Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office. Just days ago, Branchin announced that she received these ballots, forwarded that to the Waukesha County Sheriff's Office, which launched this investigation. And as we sit here today, new questions now about election integrity across the city and the state just five days from Election Day. We are days away from an election and election integrity is is at risk across this state and this country. Why should anyone believe at this moment? Why should they have faith in the city of Milwaukee? 
Uh, folks should have confidence in our elections in Milwaukee because we're doing this right now. Um, we're being upfront. We're being forthcoming about uh, the challenge that we faced. And look, if anybody uh, tries to interfere with elections in Milwaukee, uh, they will be handled appropriately. In this case, this particular person was immediately terminated. The breaking developments after this hour, the Election Commission's now former deputy director fired her access to any city documents, any city databases, immediately removed. We're told this happened yesterday as this investigation continues. City leaders saying they're also looking into whether this deputy director may have done anything else in the past seven years. They don't believe they have no evidence of any of that. This is an isolated case, they believe, at this incident, a case now before the Milwaukee County District Attorney, Deanna. All right, and that is still going to be investigated, but Matt, right now now, Milwaukee's deputy director of the Elections Commission fired, accused of requesting fraudulent military ballots. Matt Smith reporting live for us at City Hall. I'm wondering where we gonna go with all this, right? So, first of all, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. That was truth. Where are we going to go? So, let me see. We got budget problems. We Energies is trying to go up like 8% when they already went up 3% last year. Um, trying to pass a budget, but we only have 15. Oh, no, wait. 14, no, 13, no, 12, 11. Oh, that's right. We only got 10 until next week. We only have 10 aldermen and women. If we don't pass the budget, we don't have a budget. And right when we're supposed to trust everything and everybody we have the number two person in the Milwaukee Election Commission commits fraud. Now, Kimberly Zapata is a Milwaukee Election Commission deputy director. I don't know her. I don't know if I've ever met her. I don't remember. Why would you wait a week before election day to expose a vulnerability in state law. Makes absolutely no sense at all whatsoever. Sounds like a lie someone would tell when they get caught instead of just saying, yes, you're absolutely right. You catching a vulnerability is a felony. If I'm not mistaken, selection fraud. For those of you who haven't heard, Milwaukee Election Commission Executive, I'm sorry, Deputy Director Kimberly Zapata was fired by Milwaukee Mayor Cavalier Johnson, who fraudulently requested military absentee ballots and sent them to who? A Wisconsin state representative. Why they won't put the representative's name in here, I don't know. 
probably because she didn't do anything and she's the one that actually reported it. You all told me that we should give Mayor Cavalier Johnson a chance. I said in my opening that he's young and we should give him a chance. I have to say Mayor Cavalier Johnson did the absolute right thing by firing her and making it public. You went to an election website open to the public. So you had to have committed fraud to fraudulently say you were somebody. You fraudulently said you were in the military and you fraudulently gave information that was false to the website itself. We're not talking about just sending it. Sending it in and of itself was false. The fact that you actually pretended to be somebody else and sent it to state representative Janelle Branton, Menominee Falls Republican. To expose a vulnerability in state law that everybody knew was already there, but they respected it. Idiotic. Makes absolutely no sense that somebody would step up and do something like that. But the Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office said it's reviewing election fraud allegations involving the deputy director. I hope you don't handle this like you handled all the other ones. What happened to the guy that's in Franklin that did it to expose problems with the election law? They better both get the same charges if they did the same thing. Fraud is fraud. You actually expect us to trust the process between now and next week? I say the process is fine. I work at polls. I've worked at polls. I've been a chief inspector in the past. And believe me when I tell you, this is the idiocy with absentee ballots. So you wonder why people are leery of people using absentee ballots and going online and filling things out or the state sending you a ballot when you didn't request it. These are the things that can happen when someone takes advantage of the system. And the only way to fix the system is to prosecute. But I have a question for you. 833-212-1017 is the number. I have a question for you in relation to Milwaukee Election Commission Deputy Director Kimberly Zapata. I know it's after Halloween, but I got to know. Is it a trick or a treat? And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, I got corrected on my rant about uh, We Energies. We Energies is actually going up 13%, which really doesn't make me happy. I'm just saying. 833-212-1017 is the number. Black Conscience, where you at? Right here, Dr. Ken. What's going on? Knowledge yourself and good health to you, my brother. Thank you, sir. You the same. So I was listening to some of the uh, to one of your shows the other day, and you was talking about sheriffs and who has the uh, authorization. And this takes me back to a show that I used to watch with my mom, and she loved this show. And I think you asked the question, but you wouldn't let the young lady. You wouldn't give her the answer. Correct. I don't know. Did anyone ever? Uh, uh, call you with the answer because I think I know the answer. Okay. No, they didn't. What's the answer? The corner. Correct. Wow. You know, I learned that from Quincy M.E. If you you can see DZ's face right now, he is completely and totally perplexed. I wanted to call you the other day with it, but forgot. (laughs) And I said, nope, I'm leaving work. And I said, nope, I wanted because I was not shut. I recall I learned that through Quincy M.E., one of my mom's favorite show. I said, you know what? I'm going to – I know there's another level, like uh, state police or something like that maybe. Yep, but the only one that can do it is the coroner. He's the highest-ranking official in the county. Elected official, correct? Correct. Wow. And he can arrest. Good tele- He's the only one that can take television. a sitting elected sheriff into custody. Good old uh, uh, quality TV back then. It wasn't all uh, dumbing down the brain brainwashing like it is today. Watch this. DZ asked the que- ask that question. If they got no lawful authority, though, how can they arrest the cop? They're a coroner. You're an elected official as a coroner. You technically have no lawful duty or responsibility to arrest anybody. The coroner now, is the person that tells the police a crime is a murder. They literally classify the crime for you to arrest and the prosecution to prosecute. Without them, so pretty, you have nothing. They are pretty much medical detectives. Bingo. In a, in a sense. There you go. There you wow. go. Wow. Uh, do I win tickets for Wakanda for that? Nope. Hmm. Should I go out That's on a limb? Right. You yeah. know what? Should I go out on the line? I can't because we got a contest going on. Uh, come on. Wait till the contest's over and send me some tickets. I'd love to come there. Over that fictitious place. We're going to all be there watching that fictitious place. All right. Thank you, Black Conscious. Appreciate you. Leo Righteous, Milwaukee. All right. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, he's right. Like, what possessed this woman to actually send an absentee ballot to somebody on the guy in, in the guise of showing somebody that, you know, we got this problem with the law. Well, why don't you tell somebody? Why don't you write a letter? Start a campaign. Tell your boss. Tell the mayor. 
Oops, can't do that. Got fired. Oops, can't go that way. Got fired. Have you been fired from a job before, DZ? You don't have to answer that. I have. Back in college. You know, when you're college and you're silly. And I was actually, somebody told me later, I was actually too efficient in my job. When everybody else took, I worked at a bookstore. A college bookstore. And while everybody was taking their time, right? You know, put the sticker on the book. These books are used. Here's the price. I'm like, dude, let's get this done. They didn't like that. So I literally got fired. And then I went out the door and became the building manager. So I became the manager's boss. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that happens. But it's just, it's just, here's what I disagree with, with Mayor Johnson. This is the, this has every appearance of being an egregious and blatant violation of trust. What? I was stunned and absolutely stunned to hear the very serious allegations against her. Trust? That's all you got from that? She worked at the commission for seven years. She admitted to illegally requesting military ballots and sending them to the home of state rep Janelle Branchen. Republican what happened outside of work? The mayor said it's unsex, un, unacceptable. But why didn't you call it what it was? A felony. A crime. Oh, it's been turned over to the, to the district attorney's office. It's a crime. Say what it is. Don't soft pedal. Step back. And give her wiggle room or, well, it's not that bad. Claire Woodall Vogue, the Milwaukee Election Commission's executive director, said, it's my belief she was pointing out that you can go onto the public system, make up a person, and request a ballot. We know that. It also tells you that it's what? Against the law. What are your thoughts about Mrs. Apata, 833-212-1017. Should she go to jail? Should she go to jail? Based on what you know, based on what you've heard, should Mrs. Apata go to jail? And then a few days earlier, Branchen posted on social media that she got the ballots at her home address. She forwarded them to the Waukesha County Sheriff's Office. They launched the investigation. And she said, unlike Mayor Johnson, I have actually been working on providing Wisconsinites with a safe and secure election process. We've uncovered so many issues that demand attention. Fox 6 News spoke to Zapata during the August primary election. Thursday, Zapata refused to speak to Fox 6 and drove off. The case is now in the hands of Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office, and I want to know what should she get? Should she go to jail or not go to jail? She was immediately removed from accessing city databases and are looking into all the elections she has been involved in. Up to this point, 
We never had any indication of any type of violation. So here's my question. Did you go back and check? Did you spot check your workers? Did you spot check the people? Did you spot check the names? Because I got to tell you, the election commission in Milwaukee is pretty good. They're thorough. And people take their job seriously. You know, you may you may argue the whole conservative liberal thing or Republican Democrat thing and all that. People that work at the polls. By and large, barring one time I saw somebody do something shady. And I called them on it. And it really wasn't shady. It was something that they could have done and they can't done. And the state has since come back and the city has trained people not to do that particular thing. So I, I think in, in all f- giving it equity that it deserves, because we know life's not fair, I believe the city of Milwaukee election commission is sound. And you have one person in there that was acting ridiculous and decided that they were going to go off on their own and do what they wanted to do. 833-212-1017. Your talk, your text. When we come back, we got traffic, weather, and sports coming up next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Derek said, I'm working the polls. Well, first of all, Derek says she should go to jail. <laughs> and I'm working the polls. We'll be there. Protection for us. <clears throat> I don't know what you mean by protection for us, Derek. All we need you to do is follow the rules. You don't need to protect us. You don't need to stop things that you think are fraudulent. Just do your job. If you've been trained, do your job. That's all. Follow what they say. Follow. Do what they say. Do. There'll be observers there for that reason. Do what you do. Your job is not to protect. Your job is to represent and be the best that you can be for your community, for your city, so that people exercise their right, and their privilege to vote. That's all. But I feel you. Be on the watch. Be on the hunt. 833-212-1017 is the number. Mr. Moore, what you want? What up? What's up? That's what I want. That's what I need, too. I feel you. What's up? Lock her duck. Lock her ducky up. Lock that donkey right up. Throw away the dope. No, don't throw away the key. Three, give her three hops in the car. What about Crystal Madison? What would she think? 
Who's that? The, the lady that they locked up for um, casting the ballot. That thought she was on parole. Right. Well, she was on parole, and she uh, she wouldn't vote it. And they locked her up. Was she still on paper? I don't even think they got her. Nope. So what she they locked her up paper. So what they locked her up for? They waited on her. She asked the parole officer, can she vote now? And they told her yes. And then after she placed her, her ballot, they went back and got it and said, oh, no, you can't. You weren't supposed to vote. It locked up. It was a big thing down south. She had was the it? right to vote. No, no, Texas. Well, Texas is down south. Right. But it was, was it one of those you know states that Texas, doesn't allow people yeah. after they even yeah. get off paper? Can I ask the question before you say yes? Oh, you lagging. <laughs> you lagging. I can lag on my show, bruh. Anyway, um, (laughs) um, in Texas, when you get off probation or parole, right, can you vote? Do you get your do do they restore your right to vote? That's what I need to know, because if they do Uh, and she was off probation or parole, first of all, the fact that you asked your parole officer or your probation officer should be an automatic no. Exactly, but it so, wasn't, and they locked her up. Right. So right. I don't know if she got out, she got out, or if she's still in there. But her her, her name was uh, uh, Crystal Madison. Okay. Yeah, that kind of stuck with me. That hurt it. That hurt it. That was like, wow, like man, that man, person going through their time, get, do their um, papers, and and get out. They they think they can go vote. And, they can't and get locked up for, I think what they say, eight years? Yeah. They were eight years? And that's a long time. Now, that hurt. That'll make me sit in the corner and cry. Man. You mean I got to do eight years? Yeah. I, I ain't even do nothing. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to get off. I'm on a, I'm on a highway now. I All right. Drive and think. Like, Later. All right, thank you, Dr. Kier. 833-212-1017. Is the number so evidently in Texas? Once you're off paper, you can you can vote. So that's that, which I'm glad about because that would be kind of scary. I mean, that's just me, but that that would scare me if uh, I don't know. But the bottom line is we have to remember you can't vote if you're on probation or parole or in prison. And it's kind of simple, but we don't really take it seriously. I don't know. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talking text line, uh, John said, I've had a few friends of, I've had a few of my friends that were in situations where they thought they might be okay to do, to do something, but come to find out they couldn't simply because they were on paper. And what they wanted was very small, but it's just the rules that 
go along with being on paper. And then John added, based on something I said, well, no, Dr. Ken, it is better to ask to get clarity before you do something that could get you back locked up. I get it. I get it. Makes sense to me. But I would also do stuff that would get me locked up so I could then not have to bother being on paper and then be able to just vote. But for some reason, we seem to have something going on that I don't know what we're going to do about it. I'm just trying to figure out why she did that. Like, I'm just trying to figure out why a person would do that. Like, what was in her mind? Like, did she actually think she was helping somebody? Did she actually think? That somebody's going to go, oh, thank you so much for pointing that out to us. We'll take care of that right away. Well, they took care of it. For sure. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Those are those are very good points. John makes a good point. Derek makes a good point. I just don't get it. Before you're on the new one hundred one seven, the truth. Hello, you're on the air. They hung up. 833-212-1017 is the number. John made made a, a very good point. Made a very good point. Derek said, I always do my best, Dr. Ken. What I mean is if some person confronts me with that bull, do I protect myself or do I wait on police who will do the same? Then what? Well, it's your job to report it and you let whatever happens happens. You're not a law enforcement officer. You're not a prosecutor. It's going to go to the prosecution anyway. So it's, it's, it's very simple. You know how to follow the rules. If you follow the rules and someone else commits fraud, you did your job. It, get, it gets caught later down the line, and when they find and trace and track down, they get you. It is pretty simple. It's, it's just kind of simple. And that's why we need to slow down. But that's why the amount of fraud is not enough to adjust the outcome of an election, unless that election is less than 1%. Then we got to start looking at how much fraud is in an election. Ifoa, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Thanks for calling back. Thanks, Dr. Ken. Um, I was calling in regards to your comment about those that are on uh, probation and parole are not able to vote. 
Mm-hmm. Is that what I... Okay. Well, actually, if someone is on probation but it's a misdemeanor probation, they can. They correct. are eligible to correct. vote. You are, you are correct. Thank, okay. thank you for that correction. Okay. All right. So I just wanted to make sure, like, are we... What are we talking about? Only felons, or are you talking about those? Yeah, I was talking about felons. Those that are You're right. In the house of, those in the House of Corrections um, are eligible to vote if someone will allow them to do a, um, an absentee T-ballot. ballot. Correct. Those that are, are waiting sentence, uh, sentencing and at the county jail, they're eligible to vote. So, um, Well, so those are waiting sentencing, whether it's a felony or not, because they have. If you've right. been convicted exactly. of a felony, then you, you can't vote. Exactly. Okay. That's, it. That's, that's it. So I just wanted to double check if I, if I had heard right. That's all. Thank, Thank you, you for so the much. correction. Thank you much. I appreciate all right. it. All right. You have a great one. You too. And that's a good point. If you're a felon, and I guess my mind is wired to felony. My bad. My bad. Why are you looking like that? Like, what? Wow. Wow, really? I'm done with DZ. You know what? I don't care what nobody say. I'm out of here. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Need a little bit of Fred Hammond to chill everybody out. You know, just kind of think about what's going on in your day. And then all you got to do, take it day by day. That's all we got to do. There are things in this city we have to fix that are not going away. This, what happened today, is a microcosm of things that are going on in this city. And I've watched it occur before. Look at Detroit. When the first bill, the first payment the first city bill that don't get paid, that's when you're on your way down. 
I don't understand. But I'm sure watching. And you're watching the city do things that are antithetical to being a positive city. We're allowing things to, we're allowing people to do and say things after the fact. It seems like we don't have too many things in place that stop this from even occurring. I don't get it. I don't understand how we can sit back and watch people do. There should be a wholesale cleaning out of the election commission. I don't care who's there. I know people's friends and families are there. They need to go. And let them re-apply for their jobs. Let them come back. apply for their jobs, and prove to us that they know what they're doing and they have what it takes. Because otherwise, we're going to be in trouble. I think about Detroit. I think about the The former Cleveland, right? Before they had to make a renaissance. Before they had to bring it back. And have city officials and city fathers and city leaders come in and make sure the city was taken care of. But as we go through each and every step, we have to remember that where the city goes, we go. So why aren't we building out these communities? I talked to somebody on the phone today who said just that, like, what happened to the neighborhoods? If you're not going to put speed bumps up downtown, don't put them in the neighborhood. If you're not going to put cul-de-sacs downtown, I think you still should put them in the neighborhoods. But I'm just saying. At some point, what's the old saying? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Hey, if you're going to put speed bumps and put all this stuff so people can't reckless drive, but I bet you got cops downtown. And all I'm saying is that in the end, It's going to take us to take care of the city, not you. You represent us as a as an elected official. That's it. But if I only hear from you when you want to get reelected 
or hear from you when something happens in the city, it does us no good. You're wasting my time. You're wasting your time. And it doesn't make any sense. And so we'll go into 2023. We'll go into the rest of the elections. We'll elect two alders, two alder persons, people, whoever the heck we calling them this week. And we'll lose one. So we'll have a some game of one. Go through all this trouble and have a some game of one. So we'll have 11. And then we'll have to go through next year of having more elections to see who's going to replace or be in place for the other four. Will we have a budget? You have to have 10 votes. You can't lose. You got to have all of them. If two people decide, hey, I want something, you're going to have to give me something, then the vote's not going to pass. And the city won't have a budget. And we can shut down. Now, personally, I don't think that's going to happen. What I will say is you are well on your way to that happening. Somebody better wake up. Because I'm going to tell you. I've never interfered with an election before. I've never tried to sway an election before. I've only said whether a person would be good or bad for the office. I've had two people that were both good. They could both be good. I've had two people that were bad. They could both be bad. Didn't vote for either one of them because eventually I'm responsible for how I vote. And so are you. We have to remember election day is Tuesday. It's important that the community gets out and votes on who we want to represent us locally and statewide and nationally. Listen, tune in right here. The new 1017 The Truth and 620 WTMJ for our Decision Wednesday Election Day simulcast show. Sherwin Hughes, me, John McCure, Vince Vetrano will have coverage starting at 6 p.m. and go until at least 11. So stay up to date. All the election results, what they mean for you, for me. Tune in to 1017 The Truth and 620 WTMJ Decision Wisconsin. It's important. Election Day show, Tuesday, November 8th. When we come back, the top five at five, I might even have six.